What if we, the members of the Cool Moms Club, decided to change it to the Kind Moms Club? Whether you're wearing Vans or driving one, whether you're baking bread or just trying to make some on the side, whether your crafts involve pipe cleaners or beer, you're welcome here. Let's stop giving advice that no one actually asked for and start giving encouragement. Let's let mom's mom and mother's mother and lift each other up while we rock this motherhood thing together. So you're a cool mom, huh? Well, are you down to be a part of Kind Moms Club? Hey mamas, welcome to another episode of Kind Moms Club. Today we are talking all about habits and routines. And I've said this before, but I think it's worth mentioning again today that my podcast is very unscripted. So I will occasionally re-record a part, but for the most part, I just run through. And I have like a list of topics, but it's just a short bulleted list. Now, today's episode is a little more jam-packed than usual, so I have quite a bit of notes, like a list, but it's still just me going through this in real time, like we're having an actual conversation. So today I'm going to be talking all about the habits and routines that are currently supporting me in the season that I'm in. So grab a cup of coffee or a glass of wine and let's get into it. A little background for anyone who's listening and does not know, I recently became a stay-at-home mom. I was a teacher and in the education field for a decade before um, I went on a maternity leave in December of 2022 and I decided to not come back from maternity leave. So I left teaching in February, I want to say February. Yeah, February, I think. And I became a VA in March, which is what I currently do for work. But basically, I became a stay-at-home mom the day my daughter was born. So that's where we are right now. And I share that because my routines are vastly different than they used to be. And you'll probably hear me reference that a few times throughout the episode. So here we go. So I'm going to be talking about four like major groups of things today. My morning routine, my evening routine, some of my other habits that fall outside of that, and then specifically cleaning and like keeping up our house. So let's start from the top with my morning routine. Now, I will very openly admit that my morning routine has evolved, has ebbed and flowed, has changed so much over the years. But I have had a morning routine for several years. And the number one thing that I think I've learned about morning routines is you can't just copy paste from someone else's. You really have to figure out what supports you best And another tip that I think is really helpful if you have one and you're trying to improve it or if you don't have a morning routine but you'd like to 
is decide what your non-negotiables are in your day. And that kind of goes really for anything I talk about today. But decide what your non-negotiables are because sometimes you're not going to have the time or the energy for the full-blown, wonderful, pretty version. And you're going to have to just boil it down to the nitty gritty. And so you should decide what is really important to you. So I'm going to share my exact morning routine that I'm doing currently, but I'm sharing this as well as everything else in this episode because I love hearing this and seeing this from other people. This is the kind of stuff that I love to consume and it's also what I think is really helpful. That way you can get ideas for yourself, but I'm sharing this with the thought that you will take it all with a grain of salt and decide what works best for you. So my morning routine, I wake up ideally at 6.30 and I do all of the normal things, you know, wake up, take my vitamins, put my contacts in, all of those things. And then I make my bed. I do that usually just on the weekdays. Um, On the weekends, I'm just kind of whatever about it. (laughs) So I make the bed and then I head to the kitchen. I pour myself a cup of coffee and get my daughter's milk into her sippy cup because when she wakes up, I usually, you know, get her ready to go. And then we come downstairs and snuggle on the couch. And so it's nice to have that already ready. So I'll put that in her sippy cup and just put it back in the fridge. So it's ready to go. And then I take my coffee and I head upstairs to my office. And this is where the core of my morning routine takes place. My office, which is really now like 20% office, 80% playroom these days. But my office is like my Zen space. It is an instant serotonin boost when I walk in there. So... I like to do my morning routine in there, I would say 90% of the time. So first thing I do is journal and this looks different for everyone. And even for me, it kind of changes, you know, however I'm feeling, but also I go through phases. But one thing that always stays the same is I always start with gratitude. I think it's really important to position yourself in a place of gratitude when you start your day because no matter how you're feeling or what's going on externally, you know, really any internal or external factors aside, I think if you start your day with gratitude and you're looking for things to be grateful for, you will find them. So I journal. And then from there, I usually check in with my planner and I'm in kind of an interesting phase with my planner because I'm extremely type A. And so as a teacher, I was heavily reliant on my planner and it was my number one tool. And that has changed a lot since being home. But now I do have a planner that works really well for me and um, I'll link Hustle Sanely in the show notes, which is the brand of planner and actually currently the brand of journal that I'm using as well. And I use, you're going to hear me mention Hustle Sanely later when I talk about cleaning. Um, And 
I've been heavily influenced by Jess Massey, who runs Hustle Sanely, because she's wonderful. And a lot of those tools are so easily customizable to your life. So the things that she teaches are just really great. And I can't recommend her enough. So the planner that I'm currently using, um, I love it. It is amazing. And it's more than a planner. It's got a habit tracker in it. It's where I plan our meals. Like there's a lot that goes on in my planner. So I check in with my planner every morning because I follow what is called Hustle Sanely 5, which are the things that basically I have a goal to get accomplished for that day. So that's my planner. So I visit, check in with that, you know, add anything that needs to be filled out for the day, whatever. It's super short. And then I move on to a devotional. Now, this is something that I recently added back into my morning routine because I was really missing it. So a short daily devotional and it's just really good for me. And then if I have the time, I will read personal development. So like currently I'm reading a fertility book, but I my favorite personal development is by Bob Goff. He has great books, but I've read tons and tons of different stuff. Um, when this episode is airing, I will have just shared a reel with some of my favorite personal development books. So if you're looking for some to get started, um, I chose some of my top favorites and they're all over the board. Um, so you can go check that out. I'll link that specific reel in the show notes as well. And we also have a Facebook page now for the podcast and that is over there as well. So then after that, now I will say the personal development is the first thing to get cut from my morning routine if my daughter wakes up. So it takes me a while to get through a personal development book. I also usually only read like a chapter or a short part at a time so I can digest the information. And then after that, I always finish up with prayer. I do a majority of my prayer at nighttime with my daughter and on my own, but I always like to start the day with specific prayer. On the weekends, my morning routine is much shorter, much more simple, and way more laid back. So I don't make the bed. As I mentioned, coffee is still a must. And I usually just head to the couch. And um, one of the two days, I will sleep basically until my daughter wakes up. And the other day, I still journal and do gratitude and all of that. And then I just do a Bible study. And that's my current morning routine. Now, your morning routine can be 15 minutes or it can be an hour. I mean, it's totally up to you and it's what you make it. But I will say I have valued my morning routine for a very long time. Um, I was getting up as a teacher at like 5 a.m., to get in a workout, to get in my morning routine, all of that before I headed to work. And it was important then, but I feel like as a mom, getting up before your kids is a game changer. Like I said, even if it's only 15 minutes, it's so good for you. Now I'm going to go ahead and skip ahead to my evening routine just because it's kind of like peanut butter and jelly. You can't have one without the other. (laughs) 
And just like my morning routine, my evening routine is way more lax on the weekends, but it's not really different. It's just not really non-negotiable, I guess, on the weekends. So my evening routine consists of basically tidying all of our common spaces. So for us in our home currently, that would be the living room in the kitchen. And again, I'm very type A, so I need a clean space. And waking up to that just starts my day with calm. There's not a bunch of things to do. There's not a bunch of clutter. Like I need clean, calm, clutter-free, like gotta have it. (laughs) So in the living room, that looks like resetting the couch pillows and the blankets and the remotes and picking up the coffee table if we have stuff, you know, on it, piled on it. Same thing with the kitchen table if we have things. Um, Wipe down all of the kitchen counters and make sure that the stovetop is clean. Make sure the sink is empty. There's no dishes to do. My husband does cover dishes, but every once in a while we'll have some stragglers. So I try to cover those. Um, That includes like my daughter's sippy cups and stuff like that. We have like a special tub that we put those in because we usually hand wash them just to get them done. Um, And then in the past, that would have been bottles, same thing. And basically just do an overall sweep of those common areas um, and make sure there's no clutter or any tasks that need to be done. And it's much easier to start this before you're like ready for bed because when you're tired that's the last thing you want to do so my husband and I usually have a goal of leaving to start evening routines at 9 p.m. Like I said on the weekend it's different and it's much more lax and in this case the weekend would be more like Friday and Saturday is when I'm more laid back with my evening routine, whereas my morning routine is more laid back Saturday and Sunday. So those are my morning and evening routines. I highly recommend them. The evening routine is just a great reset and I think makes a huge difference in how you start your day the next day. And that morning routine, I tell you, there's some magic in starting your day, like being the first one in your house, to get up and start your day. So give it a try. Find something that works for you. It will be worth it. I promise. All right. Third thing is moving on to some of my current habits that are really important to me. Um, there's a wide variety of things here. So right off the bat, working out is a big part of my life. It literally always has been since I was tiny like first grade and playing organized sports. Um, Moving my body in general is really important to me, but I try to get in an actual workout. My current goal is like five out of seven days. That's the goal. Does that happen all the time? Absolutely not. Do I work out more than that sometimes? Occasionally. But usually I'm right in that sweet spot of five days a week. Another thing that is super important to me and became even more important to me when I became a mom is walking and getting outside. I'm lumping these together because these are just a huge part of my life in general as a stay-at-home mom. They were always important to me, but literally since 
January of 2023. This was like a staple in my life. It's happening. One of the first quote unquote outings of me taking my daughter out was to go for a walk. And any of my fellow C-section mamas, you know that that is extremely important, of course, to walk. But also, it is so good for your soul to just go outside and walk. Now, I would say I do this every single day without a doubt. But of course, there have been a handful of days when it's raining or I don't feel well or whatever the case may be. But most of the time, I both walk and go outside. Spend time in nature, get some vitamin D, all of that. When it's raining, I'll try to go to like a store to walk around if I can or find another way to walk. But getting, not just getting out of the house, there's something to be said for like putting your feet on the ground and being outside. So that's a big thing for me. I strive for that every single day. Another thing that I try to do every day is read fiction. I have always been a huge reader. I was an early reader. I've always loved books. I, it's, it's easily one of my top hobbies. I love reading. But my reading took a hit a little bit in college, but it took a huge hit when I became a teacher because I was really only reading during the summer. And when we moved to Florida, I just kind of fell off of reading in general, fiction at least. Um, And I think it was just life was busy. I have realized that reading is a form of rest for me and a way to calm my mind. And so I've been working really hard since being at home to make reading fiction a priority for myself. So I love a physical book, but you can rent books from your local library using an app like Libby. And so I do that a lot and read on my iPad. I don't have a Kindle. That is a great option as well. Um, I do, of course, still get physical books sometimes and nothing can really replace that, but It's obviously much more cost-effective and you get that instant gratification from being able to borrow a book from the library literally right at your fingertips. So reading fiction is another big habit of mine currently. I am also really focused on certain supplements that I take. Um, I am taking greens currently, but I'm really kind of doing it as a trial run. I honestly think (laughs) greens are a scam. So I'm just testing it to see if it makes a difference. Um, I'm enjoying it, but I'm not really sure if it's doing anything for me. I also take creatine. I take magnesium, vitamin D and calcium. And I'm majorly focused on my protein intake. This is something that it's been going on for years for me, but... I am just hyper-focused on the amount of protein that I'm putting in my body. I've got my husband doing it too. And ladies, I'm telling you, if you're listening to this, you're not eating enough protein. So go eat more protein. (laughs) Um, Most of my supplements, actually, I think all of my current supplements are coming from Legion. And I do have a discount 
So I will also link that in the show notes. If you are looking for, um, I'm using their pre-workout, their greens, their creatine, their magnesium, their protein powder. I have so much stuff from Legion and I love them. They are a very unique company. And the last habit that I made a note to share is a brain dump. I am sure that any person can relate to this, but especially a mom, that sometimes you have so much going on in your brain. And I just love a good brain dump. I get a pad of paper and write down all the things. And I can choose to turn that into like more organized lists later, but the brain dump itself is super necessary. Those are all the habits that I wrote down to make sure to share. I'm sure that there are others that I'm forgetting, but um, those are just some really important ones for me currently. And I also imagine that this will be an episode that I can update later and do, you know, a part two and just give a rundown of what I'm currently doing when I'm, you know, later on. So last but not least to cover is cleaning. Now, when I became a stay-at-home mom, I took it upon myself to dream of a world where I was going to be the goat of all stay-at-home moms. I was going to have an immaculate home. Dinner was going to be cooked every night when my husband came home, and we were just going to have it on lock. And (laughs) I do think I'm pretty good at keeping a clean house and at cooking dinner because those are two things that are really important to me. But of course, this isn't a fairy tale and we're not in Hollywood. So my house is not sparkling immaculate at all times the way I would love for it to be. But I have found a few cleaning systems that work really well for me. So I want to share them with you. The first one is I'm going to bring back the Hustle Sanely mention because one of the Hustle Sanely five things is to tidy something for 15 minutes. Now, I don't always stick to that 15 minute rule. Um, I usually just choose one singular task. So if you'd rather be task based, great. If you'd rather be time based, great. But find something in your house that needs to be cleaned or picked up or whatever the case may be tidied in some way every single day. Again, this is one of those things I'm a little more lax about on the weekends, but it works. Finding something small and you can have a system for this where you cover room by room or you do things on a rotating cycle or things on a certain day of the week. I don't do any of that. I quite literally just sit. A lot of times I'll do this when I'm planning out my week, but sometimes it's also day to day where I will just think about what needs to be done around the house. Like, oh, I need to wipe down the bathroom counters or I need to crosswave the kitchen floor. I don't know, just coming up with random examples, but I usually just take inventory basically of what's going on in our house and what the high needs are. When I first started doing this religiously, I 100% thought I was going to have like this wonderful rotating schedule and it just didn't work for me. It was much easier for me to just take inventory of our home and hit what needed to be hit. But 
finding like one small thing to do every day, it definitely helps. Another thing that I try to do most of the time is to deal with something the first time I touch it. So if I have a bunch of clutter on my dresser, and that is real life for me because my dresser is my drop zone. I just throw random stuff up there. But if I notice myself doing that and I'm like, oh my gosh, I have so much stuff on my dresser, I try, if I can, to stop what I'm doing and deal with it right then and there so I don't have to come back to it later. Or same thing with um, laundry or trash, recycle boxes. You know, you get a package, you break down the box, you put it in the recycle bin instead of piling up boxes in the garage. So that then becomes a task that has to be done later where you go into the garage and break down all the boxes and put them in the recycle bin. So basically just trying to deal with stuff right then and there, even when you don't really want to. And then my least favorite household chore has always been laundry since I've been an adult. And I am very proud to say that as a stay-at-home mom, it is no longer my least favorite. I do not like it, but it is not my least favorite. So I have tried out quite a few different systems for laundry, but the one that I've landed on right now is Chef's Kiss So Perfect for us. So I'm going to share what we do. Feel free to steal any or all of this, make it work for you, do whatever makes you happy. But when I started doing this, it changed my life. So first thing to know is we have separate hampers and this is how we sort our clothes. My daughter has her own hamper in her bedroom because that's where we get her dressed and where we change her into pajamas at nighttime. So she has a hamper in her room. In our bedroom, we have three hampers. One is for workout clothes only. The other is for clothes that can go in the dryer. And the third one is for clothes that have to hang dry. Now, that's based on our personal needs. We have, my husband has a lot of work clothes and his t-shirts and things that he doesn't like dried. And I just found that that makes the loads more even um, because we have about the same amount of clothes that get hung dry versus going in the dryer. You could do lights and darks or whatever, however works for you. So the way that I'm doing laundry now is I do laundry every single weekday and I usually just do one load. Mondays I do two. I'm going to get into that in a second. And Fridays sometimes I do two. Today is a Friday when I'm recording this and my second load is in the dryer as we speak. So I do the same things on each day of the week. So on Mondays, I wash our sheets and our towels in the bathroom. So obviously that's two separate loads. Of, well, maybe not, obviously. <laughs> I don't know. Do other people wash their sheets and towels together? That weirds me out. Sorry. I do wash our sheets. So like on Monday morning, instead of making the bed, I strip the bed and put the sheets straight into the washer. Sheets and towels are Monday on Tuesday, I do all of our clothes that can go in the dryer. On Wednesday, I do all of our clothes that have to hang dry. On Thursday, I do all of Kaylee's stuff. So every single thing. Towels, sheets, baby clothes, all the things. Thursday is Kaylee's day. Friday is workout clothes and whatever else needs to be done, which is 90% of the time kitchen towels and things like that. So 
Friday, like today, I'm doing two loads. Sometimes I don't have two loads or, you know, I can wait another week or whatever. But Friday, I'll do the workout clothes for sure. And then if I need to do another load, that's when I do it. And a little laundry hack for me is I try to throw the laundry in during my morning routine. So usually I'll do that before I head upstairs to my office. So whenever I leave the room on my way to get coffee, I throw the laundry in the washer. Sometimes I forget. And so I'll do it like after Kaylee's had you know, her milk and she's playing and she's settled in the morning before I make breakfast for both of us. I'll throw it in then. And that way I have the whole day to get it switched over to the dryer or hung up if it's the hang dry day. And then also come back and put it away. I have the whole day for that because I started it in the morning. So that works really well for me currently and has been for a long time and it makes it so much easier I have no laundry to do on the weekends I used to be like I would put laundry off so long it would be an obnoxious amount I'd be doing laundry all day one day or like across two days and still not getting it done and not getting it put away and I am now that person that wash dries folds puts away all in the same day because of this magic routine so that's really it. Those are all of my little routines and habits, or at least the ones I could think of that are currently supporting me. Um, My daughter is 14 and a half months old. Um, She's one. Like if people ask me how old she is, she's one. But for reference, my daughter's about 14 and a half months old. And I... I'm a stay-at-home mom, but I'm also a work-from-home mom, so I'm very busy, and I cannot live without all of these habits and routines that support me. So, I would love if you would leave a rating and a review on the podcast, follow and connect with me on Instagram, all of that is in the show notes as well. I will be sharing a bunch of content related to all of these routines and habits throughout the week that this episode is airing. So make sure you comment on it. Let me know what's working for you. Share with your friends. Spread the love, you know. And I will see you right back here next Tuesday. And in case no one's told you today, you're doing great, mama. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Kind Moms Club. If you love the show, leave me a rating and review, follow me on Instagram, and tune in again next week. Talk to you then, mama.